0: Hi, and welcome to the New Feminine Revolution Podcast. This is a space for women who want to live with deep self love, personal responsibility, and purpose. I am your host, Carolina Zuleta, and I'm an expert in helping women create extraordinary lives. I'm excited to have you join us. Hi, and welcome to episode 9 of the New Feminine Revolution Podcast. As always, I'm so grateful that we get to connect and that I get to share these important messages with all of you. Today, you're going to hear my voice a little bit off. It's because I'm at the end of a cold. I've been fighting all week, but I still feel like this is an important message and I didn't want anything to hold me back. Today, I want to talk about those times in lives where we fail. I don't know if you are like me, but I know that there's things in my life that I've tried to accomplish or to transform multiple times and yet I failed one of the biggest ones because it was a story that lasted for many years was my relationship to food and my body and body image you know I went from the typical like oh I'm gonna start dieting on Monday then Wednesday Thursday I would be already cheating by Friday I would feel awful because I hadn't lost the weight I said I was gonna feel then the weekend was like whatever I'm not gonna think I'll eat whatever I'll start Monday again And, yes, this is a story I hear many people say, and it can be even funny, but for me, I felt really sad because I felt like there were a lot of things I was achieving in my life, but there was just this thing around food that I couldn't control. And I thought there was something wrong with me, that I didn't have enough willpower. I don't know, that I was just, I was so ashamed. And it took so much energy and tears and... I don't know, everything in me to continue trying to figure that one out. So that's the type of story I want to talk about today. Like, what do we do when we're in the middle of that? It can be like you're in a relationship and you said there's things you're going to improve and you keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Or it can be that you want to do something with your career, that you want to change, you want to go for something and then you don't do it. Maybe something you want to learn and you keep starting and stopping, starting and stopping. I think this is something that I've heard many people talk about. And I know that for many of us, it's painful, especially because when we start and fail and start and fail and start and fail, we start losing confidence in ourselves, in our ability to be able to achieve that. So because of the story I had with food, I learned a lot of things that I've applied later on. In other moments in my life where I've started and failed, started and failed, where, where I've let myself down, because I think that's the failure that has hurt me the most. I think I'm, I'm better when I go for something, give all of myself, and it doesn't work out. Well, yes, I feel sad, but I think the one that hurts the most is when I don't even try, when I cut myself short. So what do we do? So the first step is for us to take responsibility to understand that we are creators of our own experience. And the importance of that, as I shared in one of the uh, first podcasts, is because when we don't take responsibility, we give our power away. So if we say, oh, you know, the problem are the men I'm dating. The problem is my age. The problem is food. The problem is my history with food. I don't know, something else external external to us, that we don't have power over, then we lose our power and our ability to actually transform it. So the first step is to take responsibility to notice that we are creating this, even if it doesn't feel good, but with a big, big caveat. It doesn't mean that you start beating yourself up. So this is what happened to me. I knew the whole thing about food and all that was my own creation. But I felt so bad that I started beating myself up like, oh, I'm incapable or I'm dumb or I don't have enough willpower. So there's a sweet balance in saying, okay, I understand I'm creating this. I don't like it. It hurts. And I'm going to do something to change it and improve it without meaning that now I need to feel ashamed or beat myself up. Because beating ourselves up, the only thing that does, it, ke- it's, it keeps us stuck. Don't beat yourself up. Now, maybe the thing that you are wanting to change is beating yourself up. So if you realize that, don't beat yourself up for beating yourself up, right? So just notice when you're facing this thing, like, am I taking responsibility? Do I understand this is my creation? Yes or no? And then second, am I beating myself up about this? And if I am, if you are, stop. Just in the moment that you notice it, say, I'm sorry I'm beating myself up, stop. Which brings me to the second step. The second step is f- to forgive yourself and give yourself another chance. So forgiveness for some people is like, how do I forgive myself? And I don't want to make it that complicated I just want to say, like, you go, you look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, I failed again, bummer, but I'm going to give myself another chance. That's it. It doesn't mean that you have to feel this incredible forgiveness and all that. It's just like, take the dust off your shirt, you know, like, cry a little bit, wipe those tears off, and then say, I'm going to give myself another chance. Throughout my entire struggle, because it lasted years, there was this quote that, Kept me going. And it was a quote about forgiveness, but it was also a quote that just gave me the strength. And it's the following it's by a woman called Marianne Ratmaker, I think is her last name. It says like this courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is that little voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. And that's what I mean. It's like forgive yourself and give yourself another chance. You know, last year, I also felt that something that was very meaningful to me at starting my own business. And it wasn't a full failure. Like, I look back and I did a lot of great things, but I didn't do everything I wanted. I wasted a lot of time. I let fear stop me. And for me, it was hard to see that because I already had so many tools and so many lessons that it was like, how could I allow that to happen? Coming November, December... I was pregnant and there was a baby coming and I was so scared because the money that I wanted wasn't coming in in that moment. And I felt there was this voice that told me like, you lost that year. You gave it like you wasted your time and now there's a baby coming and now there's no time to start a business. Now you're probably going to have to go back and get a job. And even I started looking for jobs, but then this other voice showed up and said, you know what? This is something that you really want. Yes, you made some mistakes. We're going to take responsibility for that. You didn't give your all, but you deserve a second chance. So that little voice that I had been practicing for years that said, I'm going to try again tomorrow, came and gave me so much hope and energy that I decided to go for it again. And this year I've learned and and taken myself to the next level by being an entrepreneur. So give yourself a second chance. Now, when you do that, we go to the third step, that is commit to figuring it out. Commit that you will find an answer. Don't give up. So if you give up, you know what the result is, right? Like you already know that because it's probably what you are already living. But if you commit, and commit doesn't mean like you need to know how you are going to figure it out. It just means like you commit to yourself that you won't give up. That you will continue trying new things, experimenting, looking for more solutions until you find them. That you commit that you will do whatever it takes to get you to the outcome that you want. So, like I said, my struggle with food and body image was lasted years. I think it was 10 years or more. And I many times did not know how I was going to figure it out. Today, when I look back, today where I feel like I did figure it out, that I live in peace with my body and my, and my relationship with food is loving and caring. I look back to this, to all the time that I struggled and I said, there was one thing that stayed throughout is that I never gave up. I would give up for a little bit. But then I would be like, okay, let me try this again. And I would get a new book. I would hire a new coach, a new therapist. And what I realize now is that although throughout the journey, it didn't feel like I was making progress, I was. I absolutely was. And I thought I wasn't because I didn't have the end result that I do have now. But every year, every single book that I read, every teacher that I followed, every exercise I did, even every every diet that I failed taught me something It got me closer to figuring it out if you right now are like oh I already gave up on this thing it's okay just pick up where you left and keep going commit to never stop looking and searching for that answer I hope it won't take you 10 years like it did for it was for me I hope you'll find figure it out in a month in a couple days you're gonna have that inside that thing that is gonna take you to the next level But even if it takes you 10 years, even if it takes you 20 years, it's absolutely worth it because you will get the outcome and you will learn and grow so much in the journey. Step number four. And this for me is one that I see so many people saying to me like, oh, I really want this. And I'm like, okay, what are you going to do about it? No, I'm just going to like wait and see. And they keep doing the same thing over and over again. And like Einstein said, right, or at least that's what people say. I don't actually don't know if Einstein said it, but the quote that says, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome is insanity. Look at yourselves. Have you been trying the same thing over and over again and it hasn't changed? Then it might not be the solution. Open your mind and find new things. And in this fourth step of like, opening your mind, trying new things, one of the key components is that you find people who can help you. And the people who can help you come in two different categories. One are people who are experts in the subject matter you're struggling with. So they're a therapist, or they're a business coach, or they're a health coach. Or the other category is people who have gone through the same thing you have And have figured it out. And now they have the outcome that you want. Success leaves a trace. So if you find people who have already figured out what you want to figure out, they're going to tell you the shortcuts. They're going to tell you their mistakes and how you don't need to to make them. So the important thing here is that you reach out for help. And when you find someone that you trust, follow their advice. As a coach, I work with a lot of people and they're like, oh, God, I want this that you figured out. And I start sharing them with them some ideas of what things they can do that I know work. Nope, they don't do them. They adjust them to what they think works. And you know what? That doesn't work. The people who work are the people who are actually listening to me and saying, okay, I'm going to do it. And that doesn't mean that it's easy. Maybe they'll struggle and be like, I can't do it. And that's great because I'll offer them another tool. But it's like the people who are like, okay, I'm going to do as you tell me. I'm going to follow it. I'm going to take the risks. I'm going to trust you even if the result is not around the corner. Those are the people that at the end succeed. The other important thing of why to have a coach or an expert or someone helping you is because all of us have what I call blind spots. It's parts that we don't know either behaviors or thought patterns that we have that we don't realize we have. And they might be the ones that are getting themselves in the way that are getting in our way of achieving what we want so having an expert work with you will help you see those blind spots that you can see so you can overcome them heal them um, change them step number four open your mind try new things and find help and that fifth and last step is become a detective And I love the idea of becoming a detective because it's not a judgment of like, what did I do wrong? But it's a detective is like looking for clues and analyzing and reflecting. What does this mean? What happened here? I'm trying to understand what is getting on my own way. What is happening that I cannot achieve the result I have? and there may be multiple things but if you keep that mentality of being curious of being self-reflective of being a detective of your own experience you're going to be able to find what is that is getting in your way you're going to be able to create enough self-awareness so you can actually transform yourself and when you're doing a, you're being a detective there's a couple of things that I invite you to look at the first one is for you to reassess if this outcome is something that you really want. A lot of the times I talk with people and they're like, I've been working on this for years, but I keep sabotaging myself. You know what? I was one of them. I thought that I wanted to be a size two. And then I realized like, I don't, you know, I think women who are size two for whatever are skinnier than me are beautiful. But I also think of that a woman who are bigger than me. And for me to be a size two would mean so many sacrifices in terms of eating food that I enjoy and I love freely, that I didn't want to make those sacrifices. So that result that I thought it was like, oh, I want to be a size two or whatever, like it's actually something that I did not want. I'm fine being an eight, I'm fine being a 10. What I really wanted was inner peace and a good relationship with food. So ask yourself, this outcome that I want, do I really want it, like really want it? Or is there maybe a voice of someone I know of the culture telling me that I should want this? The second thing is I want you, when you're being a detective, to pay attention if you have competing priorities. And what does competing priorities mean? Like I said, again, with my example around food, like for me being as I assume meant that, you know, I, I had to give up ice cream and pizza and pasta. And you know what? It may sound superficial, but I really enjoy food, and I didn't want to give up those things. So I had an unconscious competing priority that was like giving up some of the freedom I have right now of eating whatever I choose to in order to be a size that I thought I wanted to be. A question you can ask yourself is like, in order to achieve the result I want, what do I have to let go of? And do I want to let go of that? And if your answer is, no, I don't want to let go of, but I do want this result, you're like, oh, boom, I have competing priorities. And then you can start to try to figure out how to resolve those competing priorities. And if they're even competing, they're absolutely competing. Sometimes our mind tells us they're competing, but maybe they're not. And the third thing you can ask yourself when you're being a detective is, what if you get that result? Like, what are you so scared That will happen if you get that result. Like, is there something you're scared? So, for example, for me, again, I was like, there was like this weird thought and it's going to sound like absolutely crazy, but I had it somewhere inside of me. Like, oh my God, if I stop being worried about food, then I'm going to have to worry about other things that I actually don't want to look at other areas of my life that I've been kind of like not paying attention to unconsciously I thought like if I actually get to the size that I want and overcome all this like body image thing I'm gonna have to start worrying about things that I don't want to be looking at so notice if you have something like that like if I get this result maybe this other thing will happen and I don't want that to happen there you go My biggest message with this is be loving and be kind to yourself and have the courage to continue trying and searching for the answer that will bring you the outcome that you want. And I'll just repeat the five steps so you have them. The first one is take loving responsibility. That means own that you are the creator of your experience, but do not beat yourself up for creating it. Number two forgive yourself and give yourself another chance and another chance and another chance as many chances as you need until you get there. Number three, commit to finding the answer. Never give up. Keep trying new things. Do whatever it takes to get you to the outcome that you want. Number four, open your mind, try new things and find experts that are going to help you get there faster and easier. And number five, Be a detective. Increase your self-awareness and understanding of what's going on inside of you. I would now love to hear from you. Is there an area in your life that you're constantly like fighting with, that you fail and pick yourself up and do it again and start and fail and start and fail? What is it? And after listening to this episode, what insight did you get that is going to help you overcome this? So I would love to hear from you. Email me back. My email is info at carolinazuleta.com. I answer all of my emails and I'd love to have a conversation about this. Sending you all my love. Bye. If you like this episode and want to receive more exclusive content and some personal updates from me that I only share by email, go to carolinazuleta.com and subscribe to my newsletter. Also, remember I'm on a mission to transform the lives of a million women. So if you like today's episode... Please share it with your mom, your sister, your girlfriend, or any other woman you consider could benefit from this information. I am sending you all my love and stay tuned for more life lessons next Monday. Bye.